the 5th of April, 2007, episode 72. The Rookie Designer, with your host, Adam Hay. Let's take a look at the starting lineup. Throughout our careers, we learn about a billion lessons, and many of those lessons learned come from places other than teachers or instructors. Now today we're going to take a look at some of the advantages of learning from others who do what you do, but not only as a co-worker type of relationship, but more of like a mentor, mentor-protege situation. So we got a few announcements before we get into the discussion, uh, the first of which is... Uh, it's about 9.32 on the Wednesday before this is being released, and uh, man, I have just been swamped this week, so I really had no time to prepare this thing, and I have no time to edit it, so once again, I'm going to try and just uh, get through this thing, talk it all out, and uh, hopefully not screw up too royally. So once again, i got to throw out this disclaimer, uh, if some profanities pop out of my mouth, uh you're just going to have to uh, deal with that (laughs) because I'm not going to, I don't have time to go back and edit this thing. I don't want to stay up till midnight uh, editing this thing. So uh, hopefully everything will go smoothly and that won't happen. But you know, just in case, uh, again, if, if you don't, uh, if you're, if you're a little offended by things like that, then perhaps just proceed with caution, I guess. Um, As far as the other podcast goes, quick tips. Uh, I have released Part two of the How to Make a Killer Screencast. Uh, part two comes in two different pieces, an A and a B. And uh, A, actually B, releases today. So both of those are out. Next week we'll finish that up and uh, get back into some tips. I know not everybody wants to know how to make a screencast, but I did get several, several emails from people asking how to do that. So I figured it was a good use of the good use of the time. Uh, one thing that I'd like to point out when you do a podcast that's really long, a video podcast that's really long, if you are following along with those things, things can go wrong very quickly, very easily. As you noticed, uh, part A of, of part two is uh, the end of it. The audio really got kind of screwed up and I really didn't have the time to go back and do it again. It was already the second time that I did it because as you remember, if you listened to last week's episode, uh, I was actually, I had recorded the video the first time and it was in the process of saving when my computer went wacko and uh, ended up not turning on. Uh, of course, we got that problem resolved, but I did lose that whole Quick Tips movie. So I had to do the whole thing over again. And, you know, third time might have been the charm, but I just didn't have the time to do that. So ran into some problems there. Uh, I just got done rendering out uh, part B of part two. And it seems it scrunched it down into, uh, uh, what is it, a 16-9 ratio, I guess. It's like widescreen. It has black bars on the top and bottom. Not even sure how that came about. But once again, I mean, these things take hours and hours to do, so I don't have time to go back and do it. So just a little tip there. If you are following along, if you do plan to do a video podcast, the best way to do it is to go in little short spurts. The ones that I do that are like five minutes always seem to come out perfectly. And if they don't, I can go back and I can do it again. It doesn't take me all that long. Anyways, probably more information than uh, most of you wanted, but I just thought I'd share that. Uh, regular announcements. Uh, tell a friend about this podcast. Uh, tell a coworker. Tell 
you know, your co-students, anybody that you know can benefit from this, please let them know. Please give them the URL or tell them how to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, that's our really our only way of getting new listeners and advertising, that kind of good stuff. Uh, the other way you can help me out is the email program. And as I promised, we have a new email this week. Uh, we'll probably be doing this one for the next month, kind of like we've been doing the other ones. The email for this one is editorial at comarts.com. Once again, that's editorial at comarts, C-O-M-M-A-R-T-S dot com. And that, if you haven't guessed, goes to Communication Arts Magazine. That goes to the editor there. Again, I just ask that you send a letter. Um, try and be a little more specific. Uh, say that I, I listen to this podcast, Ricky Designer, or I watch Quick Tips. Uh, you can find it at this URL. Uh, it's good for these reasons. It's a good graphic design resource, blah, blah, blah. And then just make me look golden. And uh, hopefully somebody will pick it up and maybe write write something about it. Uh, also, I was asking for suggestions. If anybody has a favorite graphic design publication that they just love and they think maybe it would be a good idea for us to to use them for the email campaign, uh, I'd be more than willing to accept those submissions as well. But uh, yeah, if you could take a little time to do that for me, that would be excellent. Now, one more thing before we get started. Uh, I wanted to tell you about actually a new promotion thing that we have. It's it's a new product. Actually, it's not that new. It's called GoToMeeting. And if you ever watch Quick Tips, you'll know that Quick Tips is great because it's easier to learn because you get to watch me actually do things on screen. I'm actually sharing my screen with you and I go through and I show you all the steps to doing things in different applications. Now GoToMeeting works very similar to that. It actually lets you share your screen with those who are on the web conference with you. So, you know, if you do conference calls and you need to show somebody something, it's pretty hard to do that over the phone. So this gives you a better way to do that. And, uh, Basically, it makes it so that if you're talking to people that are in different cities, different countries even, it's it's like you're in the same room because you can actually share the computer screen, as I said. Uh, you can actually pass the keyboard and mouse control so that you can pass the control over to somebody else and they can start showing something. And you can even draw and highlight on the screen. So uh, they have... Uh, they actually have a free trial that lasts for 45 days. And to find that, you just need to go to gotomeeting.com forward slash podcast. And once again, that's gotomeeting.com forward slash podcast. And you can get that 45 day trial. So definitely check it out. Uh, the one thing that I will say on this is uh, this is made primarily for PCs. Now you can attend a meeting if you're on a Mac. And I say this because I know there's a lot of Mac users that listen to this podcast. As it is now, you cannot actually host a meeting from the Mac. You can't install their software on your computer if you're using a, a Macintosh. Uh, I'm not sure if something is in the works. I actually have it on my list to call into the customer support and see if that's something that they're working on. Uh, hopefully it is because it's a very cool technology. All right. Anyways, enough about that. So... Today we're going to be talking about mentors, mentors and protégés. The funny thing is, every time I think of mentors and protégés, it makes me think of the uh, Seinfeld episode. I don't know if anybody else there, anybody else out there is a Seinfeld fanatic like I am, but uh, there's the uh, the one episode where the whole thing is about mentors and protégés, and it can seem kind of like a corny type of thing, uh, especially if you're you're somebody who 
you know, kind of in that show, it was like some kind of, it made you feel better because you're a mentor to somebody else. And, uh, it, it meant that you were basically a big shot. Uh, that's not really what we're talking about here. And this is kind of a funny subject too, because I don't really know all that much about it. It was proposed by one, one of our listeners and, uh, because I'm so organized, I absolutely have no idea who that was. Uh, I misplaced the email, which I actually had just a couple of days ago. So I'm sorry to the person that uh, proposed that idea that I can't give you credit because it's a great idea, but you probably know who you are anyways. Um, I don't know that much about it. I've never ha really had uh, a mentor per se, but I think it's a really good topic. I think it's an important idea to get in everybody's head that if you have an opportunity to, to get into a situation like this, it can really, really benefit you. It can really benefit both parties, really. Because, you know, one thing that I've always preached is that if you can find other people to work with or even to just share ideas with, it, it really helps you both out. Even if one person has much more skill or much more experience than the other, everybody does things different ways and you can learn maybe even just different ways of doing the same thing. And that can really help you out in different situations. So, you know, it's, it's a good situation to get into for both the, the mentor and the protege. And, uh, really I think of myself as a mentor, uh, when, as we go through these things, you'll, you, I think you'll get an idea of at least what my definition of what a mentor does. And you'll see that it's many of the things that I do on this show. So, you know, I actually put myself out there and I share my ideas. I share things that happen to me, which is something that I think that mentors would probably do. And I also encourage anyone who wants to, to contact me personally and ask questions or go up on the forum and ask questions. And that's something else you should always be able to do if you have some kind of mentor uh, situation going on. Now, I have worked with friends before. I have plenty of friends that do different types of uh, graphic design or just design in general. And I've been able to learn stuff from them, of course, but I've never been in that situation where I had that one person where I can always go to that person. I've also had uh, instructors before that I could go to uh, a little different situation. But again, it's not really like that, you know, if anything comes up, I know I can go to this person and they're, they're going to be there for me. They're going to have that answer for me. So, uh, you know, it is, it is a, a, a situation that might be harder to get into. You find a lot these days that people just aren't very willing to share what they know. And I, I think we went through this in an earlier episode as well, where I, I begged everybody to share their, their knowledge and their information with others and pointed out the fact that it just, it doesn't happen a whole lot. You know, things are so driven by, uh, by making money in, in, grand schemes of that nature, that it seems that if anybody's going to spread their knowledge, they're going to do it in the form of DVDs or movies online or something like that that's for sale. You don't find many things like this, which is why I think podcasting is so important because there are so many podcasts out there that are just, you know, they're how-to kind of things and nobody charges for it because it's just regular average Joe people that don't care about making money. Of course, you know, you throw in a couple of commercials here and there like I just did and uh, you start making a little bit money, but it's not about the money. I didn't start this to make money. I, I never expected to be able to quit my job and just do this and I still don't. I enjoy actually spreading the knowledge that I have 
and uh, hoping that people learn from it. And people have told me that they have, so that's, uh, that's rewarding in itself. So where exactly could you find a mentor? Another good question. And uh, well, my best guesses would be, first of all, friends. If you have friends that do what you do, especially if they're older than you and they've been through this and maybe been out in the design field for a couple of years, then that's a perfect person because you already have a, a comfort level with that person and they already have a comfort level with you. And if thing comes, things come up, if you have a question that you think is stupid, then you probably won't mind asking them because you're, you're already comfortable with that person. You know they're not going to think less of you for that. So that's, that's a very good place to look. But, you know, not everybody has friends that do the same things that they do. Now, you're going to meet a lot of people along the way. You're going to have a lot of contacts. And some of these people might be people that you went to school with and maybe became your friend. So that's, that's one way it can happen. Also, seminars. Going to seminars. When you go to a seminar... Everybody that's there is there for pretty much the same reason. I mean, it's not always true, especially if it's something like maybe Photoshop. Photoshop, you could have tons of different professionals there. You could have video professionals, web people, print people. So these people aren't necessarily going to do exactly what you do, but there's a pretty good chance that you're going to run into quite a few people that do do the same things that you do. And uh, you can maybe pick something up there. Uh, most of the seminar or most of the big seminars anyways, actually even small ones, they'll give you like little breaks throughout the, uh, throughout the talking so that you can go and get a snack or get a, a drink or something and, and kind of converse with the other people that are there at the bigger ones. They'll have some kind of social events where they'll have like a dinner at night. Uh, the Photoshop world actually did something where people went out and played games and something like that. I didn't actually go to it. It was some kind of sign up before the thing happens and uh, it actually got sold out or something like that. But they, they'll many times do dinners or lunches to where you can go around and actually meet people. And actually, let me bring this up because I thought this was a really good idea. At Photoshop World, they had another thing where you could just sign up for this uh, lunch. It was almost like a blind date lunch. And you would go to a certain place and uh, I think they'd pick like a certain amount of people and all these people went to the same place and, and met up there. People that had no idea who they were and that, that was a, a good way to, to meet like five new people. And I thought that was a really good idea. But these are, these are the situations that, that help you to meet the people that do what you do. That's that first step into it to, to maybe build a relationship or a friendship and maybe potentially get yourself into a situation where you can be learning from that person. Now, again, it, it's two-sided, so the person has to be willing to do that. And really, you know, maybe a good question is, how do you go about doing this? And again, you know, I, I, I can only take guesses, but my best guess is that you don't walk up to him and say, hey, uh, do you want to be my mentor? Because uh, that's probably not going to go over so well. Uh, you would probably have to build yourself up to that and, you know, maybe maybe never even state it outright, but just kind of keep going back to them when you have questions about things. And maybe they'll just kind of grow into that role where they automatically, oh, you know, I, I just thought of something else that they might need to know. And they start actually calling you or emailing, emailing you and telling you things. Uh, it's it's kind of a weird situation, but uh, it definitely can happen. And it would be good if it does. Uh, another place that I thought of, I actually went and just did like a Google search on it. And there, I did find one thing 
can't remember what it was. It was a website for graphic designers and it said something about mentors. Like if you wanted to be a mentor, you could sign up to be a mentor. And this was in many Minneapolis. It was in Minnesota. So that was the only uh, website that I actually found that actually said outright, you know, we're looking for mentors or if you're looking for a mentor, sign up here. If you want to mentor somebody, then also sign up here. Uh, other ideas that I got, uh, I think one of the best ones is meetup sites or joining groups. There is an actual site called meetup.com and that's actually our bullpen entry for today. But uh, it's just a place where there's lots of different groups. There's groups for everything there. Uh, my podcasting group actually meets on there or actually sets up their meetings on there. But you can find groups for everything in lots of different locations. And this is a great way to meet. Again, we're looking to meet people that do what we do so we can uh, just kind of network and, and get get to know some of these people and, and maybe get ourselves into a situation like that. Uh, another one is groups groups like AIGA. Uh, they have meetings and stuff like that. And that's also a very good place to, to meet people and an organization like that. You're going to find that there are a lot more, more experienced graphic designers or designers and uh, a lot of older people with lots of experience. So that might be a very, very good place to go. Um, former instructors is another one I have here. I actually had an instructor in school that I got to know really well. Uh, not that we hung out out of school, but we were on pretty good terms. Um, and he actually vouched for me after school. He wrote me a nice letter of recommendation and everything, which he doesn't do for everyone. So that was kind of nice, but I kind of, I was kind of the, the person that grilled this guy every day. You know, I had at least five or 10 questions for him. And I think he, he really grew to respect me because I wanted to learn so much, you know, and sometimes he had things that, that he couldn't figure out and I helped him out with that. So, uh, again, it is a two-way street, but you know, maybe you can build up a relationship like that with an instructor. Uh, of course they don't have as much time to spend with you probably because they are busy instructing all kinds of other people, but it's, it's definitely, this is already a person who is willing to, to spread their knowledge or to give knowledge to others. So I'd say the chances of, of that working out for you are pretty high. So if you find an instructor that you really like, that you think is very, very knowledgeable and you can learn a lot from, uh, maybe try building up a relationship with someone like that. That could be good for you. The bottom line here is you need to talk to people because you really never know where you, you might find a mentor or somebody that can just give you help now and then. Uh, talking to people, networking, as they say, is the best way to do it. You got to find people that share the same interests, that that maybe even work a little bit this similarly to you, but just find these people that, that you can uh, build relationships with and uh, potentially it could materialize into something somewhat like a mentor. The keys to the game. Our key command for today, this actually came from somebody uh, I believe on the forums was asking they were in Illustrator and they wanted to know how to select an object that was below something else. Uh, this key command will help you do that. It actually moves between the different, uh, not that they're on different layers, but we could say that they're on different layers because something is below another object. So the way we're going to do this on the Mac 
If you press command option and the right hand bracket, then that's going to move you up to the next object above. And if you press command option and the left bracket, that will move you to the next one below. On the PC, very similar, control alt and the right bracket to move up an object and control alt left bracket to move down. So with all this talk of mentors and where to find them and how to find them, what really are we gaining here? Now a teacher, when you go to school, a teacher explains how to use software. They show you how to use the software, how to use the tools of the software to try and do what you're getting done, to try and build that excellent design that basically comes from you, comes from your inspiration, all that good stuff. Seminar speakers, they show you how to do tips and tricks. They show you shortcuts of how to get things done quicker, how to get things done more efficiently, um, how to make things look fancier, how to really build upon that design, not necessarily make it look good because you're using the tricks, but to really enhance what you're doing. A mentor is a little bit different in, in that they really help you through your everyday problems. They help you with things that don't necessarily come up in school. Because when you're out in the real world, things go wrong sometimes. You also have to work along with vendors and other people sometimes. And these are things that you don't necessarily get to do in school. So right off the bat here, you can see why I say that I feel like a mentor myself doing this podcast, because this is all that we talk about. Anybody can you know, do a, a screencast and show you how to, you know, make a drop shadow in Photoshop. You can learn that a million different places, but there aren't many places that you can go or many people that you can go to and be able to learn things about everyday working in this business, things that are bound to happen. Uh, dealing with printers is a very good example. Uh, we would go through kind of the the steps that we would would be taking if we were sending something off to a printer or service bureau. We filled out the little sheets that, you know, I have this many files. This is their name. This is the kind of file it is. This is how many colors it is. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me in school, which is another reason that I said, visit a printer and you'll understand this stuff way better. But I mean, even if you don't, if you have this person there, this mentor or this person to help you out, help you understand these things, it's going to be a lot easier because they've been through it before. They can probably explain it. Not that they can explain it better than a teacher, but I think when you're in school, that's not always the main focus of things. And I've heard this from so many different people that the one bad thing, the one thing that everybody gets confused about when they come out of school, if they're dealing with print, is getting those files ready and what happens to the files once they send them off. It's, it's, it can be very confusing. Another one is uh, interviewing practices, something we talk about on this show all the time, because obviously it's very important. At some point in your life, you're going to have to interview whether it be for your first job, maybe you luck into your first job, maybe you get your first job out of an internship opportunity, but at some point you're going to grow out of that job and you're going to need another one and you're going to have to interview. So it's very important stuff. And this is stuff that you, again, in school, they may teach you some stuff. They may tell you some things that you need to know to be able to interview well and, and hopefully you know, make yourself more attractive, a more attractive candidate than the other people out there. 
but it's not something that they really dwell upon. Their main function is to, to make sure that you know how to use the tools to get your job done and how to get your job done correctly. Another one is portfolio building. Now, this is probably something they actually spend more time on in school. They did in mine. They do portfolio reviews uh, in between you know, each semester or whatever. And when you leave, they do an exit one to make sure that everything's looking good because you're about to go out and try and find a job. But again, you know, there's, there's different things that you can learn from people who've already been through several different interviews and they've seen the way, you know, potential employers look at this portfolio and what they've gotten out of it. And, uh, you learn tricks, you learn things by going through it. And again, it's not to say that your teacher didn't go through it because your teacher did go through it, but it's just not the main focus when you're in school of them to do that. These are things that you can learn from other people. Uh, Interacting with other designers. This is another big one. In school, they do some work in projects. We did a few things, a few projects in groups, rather. And it was to teach you how to work with other people because different people see things differently. And when you're designing a piece together, that can become a, a big problem sometimes. So uh, learning how to deal with other people and learning how to deal with other people in general in the workplace is a big one. And that's something that everybody has to go through. But uh, working with other designers is like on a whole new plateau by itself. So um, these are just some good examples of the kinds of things that you can learn from somebody like this. That's not necessarily something you could uh, go watch a tutorial for or go read a book about. Now, there are books about this stuff as well. But if you're getting this information firsthand, and I think the, the biggest advantage to this is if something comes up while you're working and you don't know how to deal with it, you can actually go to that person and ask them, and hopefully they'll be able to give you some uh, good insights on it. So here comes the, the part where you come in. You guys got to keep this going. Whether you have a mentor or not, or whether you have had a mentor or not, as you work over the years and you gain experience, you are a great reference for other people. So you really, really have to share your knowledge with others. Now, you don't have to start a podcast and try and share it with thousands of people like I do. You can just pick one person. You can pick a couple of people. But it's, it's I think it only makes this, this business better, this profession better, if we give to each other, if we treat each other with that respect of knowing, hey, you know what? I used to be in this position when I was just starting off. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. It really helped me when this other person came and, and kind of showed me the way. And you, you really don't have to be an expert to be a mentor. I'm not an expert by any means. I've said it many times. I know what I know, and that's what I tell you guys. And it, you know, even if somebody comes back and says, you're wrong, well, I'm definitely going to do my research. And if I am wrong, hey, look, I just learned something. Somebody just uh, mentored me. So, you know, it's it's a give and take. And like I said, it's good for both parties. So why not do it? You know, why not build up this profession? Because it's a profession that a lot of people look at as kind of silly, kind of not really a real profession. So, you know, we can only build ourselves up by helping those of us coming along underneath us and really, you know, Make sure that everybody has that edge. Make sure everybody is a good professional because that's what we want. Now, because I, I had limited 
information on this topic. I want to ask that if anybody else has information or insights about it, I'd like to start a discussion about this. So anybody who's on the forum, if you're not on the forum yet, please sign up for the forum and uh, let's talk about this. I'm going to put, I'll put a, uh, an entry into the rookie designer uh, topic, I guess. And I really want everybody to get up there and share. Definitely. If you, if you've had a mentor before, or if you have one currently, please tell us your story. I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it, how it's, uh, how it's impacted your life and your career and, and the good things that it's done for you. Uh, also, if you do, or if you did, where did you find this opportunity? Was it a friend? Uh, was it an old instructor? Was it somebody you just met randomly? Uh, definitely please share that with us. Um, I'd say, uh, are you interested in being a mentor? If you're interested in being a mentor, definitely, definitely please throw something up there. And because, you know, maybe we could start something here. So if you'd like to mentor somebody and you have, you know, maybe a couple of years experience, I don't think it takes much more than that. Then definitely throw up a post up there. And if you would like to have a mentor, go ahead and throw one up as well. And maybe we can hook a couple people up here and actually get some, some learning going on. Uh, let me just stress the fact that, again, though, that you're already learning stuff from me on this podcast, but also if you go on the forums, there's people sharing information all the time. And you can ask anybody up there any question, and, and nobody's going to give you some kind of smart-ass remark. Nobody's going to belittle you. They're going to answer it the best that they can. So in a way, the forum kind of works that way as well. But uh, definitely, if anybody would like to be a mentor to someone, and on the other hand, if somebody would like a mentor, then then go go ahead and throw a post up in there as well. And uh, if anybody else has ideas of where to find a mentor, uh, I shared a couple of examples that I thought of, but if you have some better ideas, definitely throw those up there as well. Because again, I, I think people can really benefit from uh, getting that kind of interaction with someone. Now, that's what I call a rookie mistake. Our mistake tip for today relates very closely to something that I'm, I've been going through lately, and that is don't overload yourself by trying to do too much. Now, I talk about all the time, you know, how busy I am, and I whine and cry about, you know, my lack of free time in my schedule. But, uh, you know, with the podcasts, I do two, two different podcasts. I do freelance work. And I try and balance that with what I need to get done for my full-time job. And it's not always an easy thing to do. But I made these commitments, and for the most part, I you know, stick to them. I try and get them done uh, as regularly as possible. When things need, need to get done, I, I try and get them done. But the problem is, you know, you start taking on too many things. Uh, I'm just that, I just have that type of personality as well, where I don't ever want to say no to something. Uh, there's never a challenge that I don't think I can overcome. So if people propose all these projects to me, I'm like, yes, I can do that. Oh yeah, I can do that too. And I can get those done on time. You just need to make sure that you budget your time effectively. And this goes back to what we said about make sure you time yourself when you're doing different tasks. If you're doing layout for a newsletter, time yourself of how long that takes, because this will give you a better idea how long things are going to take you and it helps you to budget your time because you know, okay, well, I have to do a newsletter. So that takes me about this much time to get the graphics done, about this much time to do the layout, 
uh, about this much time for brainstorming. And you can kind of figure out how long that's going to take you. And now you know how many other projects you can take on at that same time. The problem is when you get too many things, when you overload yourself, when you say yes too much, uh, it can make other tasks or other projects suffer because you're not giving them the attention that they need. You're spreading yourself too thin and you're trying to do a million things at once and your, your work just isn't going to come out as, as well as it would if you were concentrating on maybe just five projects at once. So try to avoid this. Um, it's hard to be detail-oriented when you're worried about getting several things done all at once. So try, try not to be like me and try to really balance what you're doing, really budget out your time effectively so that you can really give the attention to these things that they need. And uh, I'll try and do the same. Things are getting a bit out of hand. Looks like it's time to go to the bullpen. Our bullpen entry is meetup.com. I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. Meetup.com is a great place. As I said, there's tons of groups of all kinds of different types of interest, but there are graphic-related ones. Like I said, our podcast one is up there, the San Diego Podcasters, and it's in all different kinds of areas. So chances are you're going to be able to find something uh, graphic-related that's in your area that you can go and meet with some people and, and talk with them about it. And it's just it's just a social thing. It's to get together and, and meet with people and share ideas and, and do that kinds of those kinds of things. So I think it's a very good thing to, to check out. So again, that's meetup.com. And uh, get out there and meet some people. Let's go through our reminders one more time before we get out of here. Uh, Please tell anyone that you think can benefit from this podcast about it. Give them the URL. URL again is uh, rookiedesigner.com slash rookie. Forgot to mention that before. Uh, the email program is is still going strong, although we haven't heard anything from it. But uh, we'll we'll keep plugging away for at least a little while longer. Uh, this the the email for this month is editorial at comarts.com. That's editorial at c o m m a r t s dot com, and that's communication arts magazine. Just send them a little letter and tell them how much you love this podcast. And uh, hopefully that'll spark some interest on their part. Uh, As always, you will be able to find that email and also links for anything that I talked about in the podcast, definitely including the bullpen. You can find that all up on the blog, rookiedesigner.com slash rookie. You can also contact me several different ways. You can email me at adam at rookiedesigner.com. You can go to myspace.com slash rookie designer. And let me just a uh, quick comment about that. I am way behind on that. So if you're trying to be my friend on, on the MySpace, uh, it will happen. <laughs> it's just at the bottom of my list always. So I'll get around to it sooner or later. Uh, anyway, you can also Skype me at username TitanStrides. And last but not least, definitely not least, you can go to the forum, sign up if you're not signed up already, and talk to tons and tons of great designers all over the world and uh, really interact and and do some of the things that we're talking about today. So please definitely do that. All right, that's about all I have. Uh, I think this went pretty well. This is uh, probably the first time in a long time, with the exception of last week, that I actually went through and did a whole podcast without editing. 
So that was a pretty big accomplishment for me as I fumble over my words at the very end. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, New listeners and old, I really appreciate you guys keeping in touch with me and uh, listening to the podcast and spreading the word about Rookie Designer. And uh, just one thing to remember, everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star. That one's high. It's got the distance. It's